<laughs> How's that work? Last week I got in trouble oh, for a, sure a way just, too slick open. I'm pretty sure a cat just ran. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Sports bets, trash talk podcast. Ed White sitting in again. Felix Von Hoff, Corey Homicide Williams, no Mark Worthington again. We've given him some time off. I don't know where to start, but I think we need to start with you, Felix. And Wordo <laughs> reminded me that your last uh, <laughs> prediction of Josh Boone to Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Oh my God, dude! Oh, what happened? Fell yeah. over. And did, hold on, did you go into overtime? I went into overtime. <laughs> so confident. I was like, oh, and there's more news. Forget Sean Long for the moment. Josh Boone is signing with Melbourne with Southeast Melbourne <laughs> oh, Phoenix. Oh, man, that's an L for you. That's a massive. I'll, t- I'll take the L on that. You know, oh, I'm, I'm, 0-2 on the, I'm 0-2 in the Phoenix predictions because I also went on SEN and said that it was going to be the magic. So oh, I'm 0-2 and I refuse to touch anything that Southeast Melbourne have until it's two weeks after they've signed. I think we got off the podcast and about an hour later, it came across social I'm media. Pretty sure, Boone to Illawarra. I'm pretty sure he was signing the papers while we were on here, while oh, I was on here man. preaching about it. Uh, uh, it's all right. It uh, happens. Now, before we go any further with that. Mellow Trimble yeah, to Melbourne. No, not, <laughs> Is that already announced? Wrong yeah. Mellow. <laughs> Damn. Hey. Carmelo Anthony to New Zealand. What the hell was that all about? I what was that? I have no idea. Hold on, because what have you been doing? Have you, have you been in Bali? <laughs> well, have that's you been in Mongolia? Point. Yeah, let's backtrack. Where, Where have you just have literally you just landed? Where were you? Well, I was in Bali. Right. And uh, took Sabrina there. And we went and had a, just a weekend. You know what I mean? Just... You're a hopeless romantic. <laughs> He's a hopeless romantic. Yes. I see you. You're wearing the leather jacket and stuff. Acting all, act, front, act, yeah. acting, all, acting yeah. all cool. Yeah. Leather jacket, yeah. hat on, Balenciaga. <laughs> and you're going to wineries, Bali. Oh, man. Yeah. I think yeah, life is about experiences. I think it's about experiences. Finding someone to have amazing experiences with. And I found one, and it feels oh. good doing it. I've been trying, Ed. I've, I've said, Ed, all, ex- all expenses paid. Come on, Bali. He's like, I refuse. I will so, not even sit on no. a flight with you, let alone to go to Bali. Can't do it. Uh, so this Carmelo Anthony, this surfaced a couple of days ago, or yesterday, was it, that the, the breakers were going to make a big announcement, and yeah. somehow mellow to Auckland became the story. <laughs> well, and the, I don't think it's true. The only thing I think with that, and I don't know much, but I know maybe they're going to announce Melo being a part owner. He's not coming to play. No. You well, know from, what I mean? Like, no. he would have to be a part well, you've owner. you've done some sniffing around. Well, I've you know, done let's some. Be your track record's not great. <laughs> but you continue to sniff around. So what are you going? I've done some sniffing around. Yes. And I've ended up with, it may be, and I'm going to say it may be, because I refuse to just go <laughs> raw dog into this thing again like I did there. last week. For lack of a better term, we'll mm. roll with raw dog. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. But it looks like it's going to be a new coach. And unfortunately, what I was hoping when I heard that was it's going to be Rick Pitino coaching in Europe at the moment. There's been some interest there. I know there's a connection with Sean Mary and Matt Walsh. It's not going to be Rick Pitino, apparently. So a new coach. But what I've been told is it won't be a letdown. Because that was my issue. When I heard, oh, it's not Carmelo Anthony. It's not LaMelo Ball. It's not Rick Pitino. Whatever it's going to be is going to be a letdown. And I was told that, no, it's still going to be global news and it still won't be a letdown. So I don't know who the fuck they're going to sign. Yeah. But it's apparently not going to be a letdown. Okay. So as you're listening to this, the news may be breaking, but we're not going to make any rash 
predictions this week. But it's also when are they, I, I hope that they announce it today because with all the yeah, you would think the so. uproar yeah. and everything that's going on on social media, it's actually cool to see that the NBL's in a position. I know a couple of people tweeted this. The NBL's in a position where it's it's actually possible. That's maybe, a great point. Maybe yeah. Carmelo was coming. five years ago. You go. Come you go, what, right. no, no one believe now it all. actually kind of believe, believe it. I was yeah. like, wait. Yeah. yeah it kind of makes sense. Sean yep. Marion ownership. He wants yep. to go somewhere where he's actually appreciated, maybe. Yep. So, all right. very Not interesting situation. Any other NBL news or, or that? Well, the three-on-three, three, we should mention, Australia won the men's and the women's uh, Asian championship. Tim Conrad, Greg yeah. Heyer on there. Well, Greg yep. Heyer retired, of course, but Tim Conrad's still an active NBL yeah. player over there lighting it up. And he's the perfect. Greg Heyer surprises me with that. Because when he came into that, I was like, oh, Greg Eyes, not, you know, he's a hustle bustle sort of dude, but he had like 12 mm. points of 21 against Japan to get into the final. So he's absolutely lighting it up out there, which is great to it's see. It's a different game. I mean, I, we were talking about this off air, this 3x3. It's a lot yeah. of jump shooting threes. When I grew up, probably the same with you, three on three was one point, one point battles, drives right. to the hoops, knock you on your ass, that kind of thing. This is a pure shooter's game in many ways. It's I mean, a very interesting game. To be honest with you, it's real physical. It's fast. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I, you have to have a lot of creativity as well. Yeah, you got guys that can shoot, but you need, if you're not executing the quick plays, it's only like, what is it, a 12-second shot clock? Very quick, yeah. And it's a 10-minute game. Yeah. So it's, it's really intense. It's high intense, even though it's 10 minutes. And if you're not on your game, just like that, it's, it's, it's over. You know, and one thing that it's been great, the 3x3 hustle in Australia has been so great because you've seen these two teams or these individuals play at a high level and either won some money mm. or got to the championship. Yep. And for them to do what they're doing, it's no surprise because I know how intense and how physical they played and the level that they played yep. in Australia on the tour. Well, I, I like the three-on-three, three, and this is ironic coming from a jump shooter and someone who's done some of these three-on-three three things and just loaded <laughs> yeah. up that many three-point shots. Because Homicide, your play style and your body type is the three-on-three. Three. What you would think, if everything was ones, would be the advantageous oh, sort of thing. Absolutely. Big guard, that sort of stuff. Mm. Just just cross take guys up, rack. take it to the rack, yeah. post him up if they're too small, that sort of style. But now you get these dudes that the, the Olympics seems going to be a funny looking thing. <laughs> exactly. When you look at these from all these other countries, it's not your usual basketball mold. Like it's, it's you have to be able to shoot the piss out of it from the yep. three point line. Yep. You've got to be supremely fit because these yeah. games don't stop at all. And some of them get drawn out of 10 minutes of just straight. I remember when we did, I did the national team camp thing early on and loved it, like really enjoyed it. But dudes were throwing up like I was really? gassed, like it was bad. <laughs> yeah. It looked like right. It looked like one of those practices on like a Sunday morning after yep. a big win, like was something something like that. It was guys were tired, like hunched over, that okay. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was professional basketball players, and yeah. we weren't doing crazy hard drills. Yeah, it was just just the style of the game. Go 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 go. Yeah, it's so. going to be great to watch, and I think there's no doubt it's brought a different yeah. energy and a different feel to these kind of things. Let's move on to the NBA. Uh, oh yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Not sure where to start, but first let's just start with the Bucks sort of flaming out yeah. and losing four straight after it looked like they had this thing under control. Giannis, let's be honest, struggled. First time in the big show and he really battled. I mean, it's tough, you know, um, when you get to that stage, you the, the cream of the crop step up, yeah. you know, and yes, he's a, he's a budding superstar and he's the MVP of the league this year, in my opinion. However... When you lack a consistent J and you're going up against a Kawhi Leonard that's super experienced, yeah, you weren't head-to-head, but technically you were head-to-head, yeah. you know? And you take Kawhi off of that team, that team is not going anywhere. No. Toronto's done. 
they, they, they're done. Philly got them. Philly would have beat them, right? Not a Philly. Yeah, Philly, Philly would have beat yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So that just goes to show you when you have experience, championship caliber experience, being able to create off the dribble, hit the J. Kawhi's playing out of his skin. I mean, he's always been legit. But what he did this this year, since, you know, this was the year since, you know, obviously leaving San Antonio and doing what he what he did and the way he did it is just it was just a man against a boy, to be honest with you. And no disrespect to the Greek freak, but that's just what it was. Yeah, no, it wasn't. And and it was at, at times it was almost uncomfortable to watch. Giannis yeah. driving into these packed in keyways and yeah. just throwing up something and you're looking at it like, oh foul, and then you watch the replay and like, ah, probably not a foul. So it was uncomfortable to that extent, but we still can't deny it. I don't know the stats directly in front of me, but we can't deny Kawhi's effect oh, on sure. guarding Giannis. Yeah. I keep saying Giannis. 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 Okay, I get called out for that That's a lot. That's all, right. all right. We'll work okay, on it. Yeah. <laughs> you see the uh, Giannis ain't winning in Toronto? They had those, they had those <laughs> yeah, signs. Yeah, Giannis yeah. ain't winning in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Canada. It's, like, that's, uh, what I like. that's what I like about the Toronto. We're going to get so much witty stuff from the fans, everything yeah, like that. Well, it's a, it's a, Canada's uh, good with that style. It's funny because it's a fan base. It's a huge city. Yeah. Uh, fan base really starving for a winner. The Maple Leafs, the biggest, yeah. one of the biggest hockey right. teams in the world in terms of attendance and interest and all that. They haven't won since like 67. Yeah. Like it's been, they've been the biggest underachievers Some forever. real Cleveland so vibes. suddenly you've got this Raptors who have been trying to get past LeBron for those yeah. years. They <laughs> just can't get past LeBron. Now they're gone. in it. They've got home court advantage, which is the other thing, against this juggernaut, if you will, of a Warriors team. And we can start talking about them a little bit. They've only met twice during the regular season, obviously, East-West, the way they do that. Toronto won both. But there's hard to draw some comparisons because Steph missed the first game. Kawhi missed the second game. Not really sure if you can really draw any conclusions from a regular season game. But, you know, (laughs) it's an interesting matchup. I feel like we're we're going in completely blind to this. And and not completely blind. I think we know that the Warriors are a better team, whether they have KD or not. But the interesting one for me is whether KD's in the team there, the only real impact KD being in there could have. Look, they've been offensively so efficient without KD in there, which is not a knock on KD by any means because he's one of the most efficient players in the league. Let me give you two regular season numbers. He had 51 in the first game in November and 30 <laughs> in the second game against him. So Toronto are probably coming in here pretty happy that he's not out there. And which leads me to believe because Kawhi played in the, Kawhi played in one of those games, I believe. Kawhi played in the first, first game where Durant got 51. The first 11. game that got 51. See, when I look at these when I look at this lineup, I think okay, if anyone's going to actually be able to if anything that Durant does when he's out there, it's occupying Kawhi. Right. Occupying on the defensive end, making him work. <laughs> when you're going for 51. Yeah, and how healthy is he? I mean, that's the other thing. We talked about maybe in the Portland series, they didn't really need him, so right. maybe they're resting him. Yeah. But now he's not playing in game one. You know, is he really hurt worse than we thought? We just don't know. I mean, well, I and it's, it's not like issue. he's holding out for a contract. Because even if he, no. if he snaps his Achilles tomorrow, he's getting a max deal. Yeah. So you don't think the Knicks have told to him to just sort of, let's not play him? No, and if the Knicks, no. if the Knicks, the Knicks have fucked with basketball for long enough, how dare they fuck with this final right. series? They're going to find a way. They're going to say, fuck, we got done in the lottery. Now we're ruining the viewing for everyone else. KD, you ain't playing. So the question is, Dan, obviously a healthy KD improves every team, as we talked about last yeah. week. Does a 70% KD no. help or hurt? I mean, that's, that's, that's I think, where we got to figure out what percentage of KD are you going to get when he first comes back. No. That's my worry. And, and that's the thing. I think that's what the Warriors are smart enough to realize in not playing him. Because KD can get out there. We saw him jumping up and down in the hotel. Well, not even the hotel, in his own room. Yep. Jumping up and down, celebrating the Warriors' win 15 days ago. 
So he could step out there on the court. I have no doubt about that, that that he could step out there on the court. But if you're the Warriors and you're playing so well right now, what's the need? Yep. What's the need to do? There's no need to do that. And it's interesting to see how much decision, you know, input on that decision KD has. That was my question. And I was going to ask you that, Corey. Uh, that's a good time to bring that in. As a player, and you've been in this situation where you're injured, you want to play. How hard is it to sort of put that, you know, you want to be not selfish and do the team thing, but you also want to be out there. Right? 100%. But in this situation, there's not a lot of pressure on him. He's won two championships. He's won two finals MVPs. So right now, the right thing to do is not go out there unless you're 90%, 90 to 100%. You know your team can win without you. They don't rely on you to win. We just saw that in a whole series. What was it, sweep? Yeah. Yeah. We saw it in the sweep. Yeah, all four. You know what I mean? So... What's the rush? Okay. There's no rush. Yep. Come back when you're 90 to 100, blaze Toronto, and go on and get your third championship. Yeah. Were you ever in the position where going into whether it be a finals game, playing hurt, like visibly hurt? Like what we think that Jerome Randall may have been in the finals. He was definitely The semifinals hurt. against Melbourne. Yeah, going out there, mm-hmm. and it proved that he went out there and played like shit. Yeah. Right. That's what happens sometimes. If, as the star player, you don't want to sit out because you know the team potentially can't win can't without, win without you, you, especially with some of your Townsville days and stuff like yeah. that. That team ain't winning without yeah. you. So were you yeah, ever um, in that position? I've been in situations like that, but it was not make or break games like right. finals. Yeah. We lose this, we out. But I've been in games like that. Still money on the line, or you still want to play. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It might be a really big yeah. team. Like, you know, if you're Sydney, Melbourne, you don't want to sit down yep. in a game like that in a yeah. regular season, you know, and knowing your matchup is important. It dictates yeah. the win or loss. Yep. You know, so I've been in a situation like that. I battle it out. I've lost, <laughs> you know, those games, yeah, yeah. you know, but it is what it is. You'd rather do that, tough it out and lose that way versus I'm um, hurt. Because then, you know, your, yep. your, your teammates and opponents would be like, yeah. he's just scared. He's not no real. And I think there's, there's something to be said. And I don't think it's the same case with KD because he's not an on-court leader. But you look at a guy like Steph, there's definitely an. Oh, God damn. Can I, Listen, can I say I the name? I cannot answer that phone <laughs> right now. Can I say now? the name that is popping up on the phone right now? Can I say the name that has just popped up on your phone? I can't answer the phone. Hey, Last Sabrina, time I don't answered worry, the phone. Don't worry. It's nothing I answered the phone. It was Sabrina. I can't answer this phone right now. Can I say who's calling right now? You can. It's Kevin Braswell. Oh, there's Kevin Braswell. I am holding Homicide's phone with potentially the answer <laughs> to, to only thing for New Zealand. Oh. oh, man. Oh, that hurts. That uh, hurts. We can't take it. Very, very. Oh, <laughs> the professionalism great. of Mr. Williams. Over here. I'm not even calling wow. homicide right now. It's Mr. Williams. Wow. Did not take that call. But mm. okay. so people want to know. So they do have a head coach. It must be. A, it must be a coach. And le- unless you and Braswell, he's coming to you, coming with you to Mongolia, and you guys are checking out flights, <laughs> which I don't think is happening. He's calling to say homicide. This is the real fucking story. I mean, That's what I reckon that was. That's I mean, what I reckon that call is. We but might have to check that out. It <laughs> remains to be seen. We might have to do a little uh, surfing here while we uh, continue the podcast. Um, the couple other things about those regular season games I do want to mention. They were in November and December. So that's a long time ago, yeah. right? And, and so, this is a new Raptors it, team. Correct. It's a new it's a, Raptors it's a new team. team. Uh, Steph Curry did not play in the first game. He played in the second game and scored 10 points. So that second game, uh, interesting situation. Um Clay Thompson, is there extra motivation for him after not getting named to the All NBA team? We found out it cost him some money. Some he, money. He, he, uh, yeah, well, a lot of money. <laughs> it, it cost him probably, he seemed to be more miffed that it was an insult to him. You know, yeah, are it was. there better guards than me out there? So does he take that 
as motivation? I would assume he would. He, he strikes me as the kind of guy that's taking that to heart. Oh, definitely motivation. And I wouldn't even worry about um, that. Soup. Let, me, let me ask you guys something before I say what I'm going to say. This, the, he wants the super max, right? That's what he would have gotten if he was third team all if NBL. He, he would have been eligible for yep. it. So if you don't get that, the team still can't offer you that. No. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think. I don't know enough about it. I'll be honest with you. I don't know enough about it I just know that it cost him a ton of money. And he also felt like Kemba Walker and I forget who the other guy they named is like not up to scratch. Like, you know, it's an actual insult that I did not get named to this. So, look, I think he's going to be ready to go. Every single year there is guys that you think should make it because because people got to realize – there's a lot of good it's fucking players in the league. NBA. Yeah. And you've got to pick yes. five players to go yes. on that third team. There's usually no debates when it comes to second team, first team, because those guys aren't missing out on more money to, to, to the extent of if you don't make any of the teams. The third team, every single year, have this guy miss out. It's the same with all-star selections. Yeah, right? Not as much, though, because you're dealing with sort of 10 players, 12 players. <clears throat> but you get that every year. But if you are a punter and you want to look at some of the Clay Thompson overs... You gamble responsibly if you do it, of course, <laughs> as we always do. Yeah. But he's definitely going to be coming out with a point to prove, especially in this first game when Durant's out. Yep. yep. I think you're absolutely right. Um, he's got a point as well. I, you don't get to five straight finals yeah. with two All-NBA guys. I right. Know. You don't. You just don't do it. And yeah. I think Clay Thompson has been that one guy where everyone sort of said, oh, you know, he's just a, sh- like he's just a shooter. He, he's the beneficiary Agreed. of being the guy that you, you choose – you know, they pick your that. poison, we'll pick him. Yeah. Clay's going to beat us, that sort of thing. And I think, does that weigh in when it comes into free agency? Does that weigh into it? Because we've all locked down, I'm pretty sure we all agree on this, that he's re-signing with the Warriors. But does some of this talk sort of lead you to believe, you know what? Fuck everyone. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go to, who knows, the Lake. I doubt he'd go to the Lakers with LeBron, but a team where it's mine. I see what you're saying. The Kyrie factor. The Kyrie factor. Yeah. And maybe he goes to Boston. See how you well don't that know. worked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now he's, yeah. he's back. To, what did yeah. they say? That? I mean, he might head back to suckle at the bosom of, of LeBron with the Lakers. Oh, <laughs> daddy, daddy. Mm, he might yeah. be coming home. Um, what about Boogie Cousins? You mentioned Ooh. that you read something well, where he's been working out. Bogut was on our Triple M The Hot Breakfast, I believe it is, go. with our man Seb Costello saying right. that DeMarcus Cousins, fully full practice, scrimmage, full contact, potentially mm. ready to go. is questionable for game one. Right. Which is interesting because, you know, Marcus Sowell's been had, had a great series. Super. He's, that's a potential guy that you can come in and, and negate that somewhat. It just depends, again, is, it, is an 80% DeMarcus Cousins what you want? He has to be 100% and he has to be up to standard Because he, he changes the way they play. Yeah. Way more than Durant even. Obviously, Durant changes yeah. it the way they play. But Boogie Cousins on the low post <clears> changes <throat> it a lot. Changes everything as yeah. well. Because the one dude when he's off the floor that makes almost the most difference, I think Curry statistically makes the most difference, but Draymond Green in terms of their just pure play style, yeah. he's oh the God. king of small ball. Draymond is the king of fuckery mm. and small ball. Like if, yeah. this, if this dude isn't playing for the Adelaide 36s at some point in his career, then there's something wrong. Because he is the king, <laughs> king of fuckery. And he's, he's just he's Joey Wright in player form. He, and I love he has been sensational yeah. for them. Yeah. You know, tri- two triple oh. doubles the last two games he played yeah. to Unbelievable. close out yeah. the I series. Agree. And he, yeah, he has been monumental for him. And he, Draymond Green, to be from in my opinion, is the glue to that whole team. Yeah. yeah. Whether you love him yeah. or hate him yeah. on both ends of the court. So unselfish, so all about the team. And that's the reason why they are in the position that they're in. He plays a huge part. But with that said, could you imagine Boogie coming back 90%? KD back. Yeah. 90, 100. Yeah. 
Gives you a lot of dudes. If I'm Toronto, I'm saying, oh, that's a lot of dudes at 80 to 90 out there. I'm kind of oh, happy. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, what's, what's, what's quiet? What's, the, what's right. the big dog for Toronto? A lot of options on that. Who's the most Draymond-like dude? Because we don't have anyone in the NBL where it's... Because it's just not that type of personalities within our league. Yeah, we have yeah, people yeah, just yeah. straight up will just yeah. flip off everyone else in the court. You know, what's his name from the, the most... Kings last year? Who? What's the big guy from the Kings that was here David, last year? David Ware. No, not this season that just finished. <laughs> oh, last year. the crazy motherfucker. That's the Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was oh, his name? What was, was his name? Oh, the big dude. He came over a bit, but he came over with the reputation coming from Europe and China that he was a nutter. Absolute nutter. Name big right dude. Now. And I know him. Big dude. Lying. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that's the Draymond. Everyone will know who we're talking about. Right. He the came other in halfway guy, through the year. The other one I was going to mention, and I'm older than you guys, is Bill Lambeer from the oh, Pistons. Oh, yeah. He was nuts. Yeah. He was yeah. hated. By the opponents, always by cheap shot and loved James, by teammates. James Naismith, as hit well. huge shots, absolutely. Naismith, a <laughs> yeah, little yeah. bit older. He used to, than well, yeah, he used to be little cutting little. holes in the peach basket and all types of different. <laughs> That's how I grew up. Thing. Yeah, I grew up <laughs> in that era. Um, we also need to talk about one of Toronto's biggest weapons, Drake. Oh, oh, oh yeah. God. Has a guy created more oh, controversy? Even God. Jack Nicholson, who used to sit courtside, well, never created this much controversy. No, well, he was never massaging the coach. I don't know where <laughs> that came from, but I love That's it. True. But as, as a fan of Drake's music, this either goes two ways. We're either getting the Toronto win and we get a mad album party bangers. Yeah. Or he loses and we get some of that old school Drake. <laughs> some of that old school R&B sort Are of stuff. Sad? You know, just crying to Kawhi in a, in, a, in a raining room. Something like that. Like, I don't know. I think we, as fans of Drake, we win either way. I here. think it's been great in terms of just the exposure yeah. to, to give Toronto something there. He really is a character. He's fun to watch. And I it's cool. It's and, and he's got a point. Like he said, the Jurassic Park thing that they started, Drake came out and said, this wasn't here before. It's like, yeah, well, you also were getting your ass beat by LeBron and nobody else wanted to be around yeah, when that was happening. Right. But that whole We the North thing, yeah. part of the culture that he's created, people are wearing that Ovo Toronto yeah, absolutely gear. Absolutely, like they are. And it was smart on behalf of the Raptors to bring him in on, on an official role. Bingo. So Could not agree more yeah. with that. And now I'm hearing that, I don't know if you've seen any of the Team Canada stuff, that yeah. it looks like Nurse is going to coach Team Canada, the you know the World Cup well, that's team. That's huge. That should lock and Wiggins Drake's in. on board there as well. They're going to do some deal with his clothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well, you know Team Drake's Canada. going to be over there in China as well for the World Cup. Yeah, I wonder if he'll be he's going to market himself. Well, they're coming to Perth, right? I think it'll be coming yeah, over Yeah, because Canada's not coming to Melbourne, are No, they? they're coming to coming Sydney, Sydney and, and Perth, Perth, I think. I saw Drake live in Melbourne. I saw Drake live. Two years ago. Oh, Last year. Right? The best, the best yeah. performance Yo. I've ever seen live. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a concert goer. Yeah. You know, and I'm not. I'm just not a fan of concerts. I went to Drake's show three nights in a row. We had really? backstage passes. Yeah, right. Listen. Right. That Wasn't was a that? hell of an experience. You were. I was with I you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a DJ right, Spade. Right, <laughs> DJ Spade from New York. Right, shout out DJ Spade. Yeah, man, but uh, that was incredible. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was incredible, man. He's a hell of a performer, and it's great what he's doing I for agree. Toronto yeah. and in Toronto. And it's pissing off the opponents, it's which pissing makes them it off. fun, too. And Drake comes out and says, we'll just win. I'll tell you the funny thing for me was Drake's doing all this Toronto shit, and they're loving him. And then you got Gucci Man from Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> Gucci right, Man right. on the sideline. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, no, sit the, sit the fuck down, could yeah, you? Be. They tried to. Okay, yeah, yeah, we need, we need someone else. It's like, right. we need someone else. The counter who's, didn't really work. Who's the Warriors, though? Who are the Warriors? Oh, they got E40 at the sideline. Wayne sipping lean on the yes. side of the court. E40? Yeah. E40, because <laughs> he's from the Bay. A lot of those yeah. open. So, um, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that's really who they... But then a lot, everybody flies it. You know, yeah, you got a whole the bunch Bay of... The Bay now is basically Jeez, like how G's. L.A. would be that's or so, Miami yeah. or New York. Yeah. All the stars is coming in because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where they want to be seen. You're right. Yeah. So. That's exactly right. Um, before we close up shop here today, we probably should talk a little bit about the series, what we think. Long, long... It's not till Friday here. <clears> so <throat> it's the long delay. Which Does that hurt do. the Warriors? No, it actually doesn't. It actually no. helps. Gives the gives the guys that are hurt even more, more time. I think it'd be different if to, uh, going into this series, if Toronto had this much time off, having not been a, in a final series before, mm. I think it would hurt them because the nerves build up. You think yeah. we just want to hurry up play. The Warriors have been there. This is their fifth time. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like the, I feel like it doesn't affect them at all adversely. I think it helps them. I think yep. it would have hurt the hurt Toronto. Any value in you guys' minds in Toronto having the home court for this? None. I think the only value is they'll win game two and a gentleman's sweep for one of the Warriors. Right. Okay. You feeling the same way? I'm feeling of? the same. Yeah. Because we spoke, we spoke about this off air. It's it, Toronto's. It's it's a cool place to be. The culture's. It's a great city. Unreal. Like the Jurassic Park thing they've got going. Yeah. The fans. They read that place out. Yeah. But it's not a hostile venue. Right. Oracle's a hostile venue. Mm. And I don't know what it is about rich Bay Area. You know, <laughs> dudes with silver hair wearing chinos, but it's hostile. <laughs> It's hostile. I've been to a game. I went. It's hostile I watched, to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of Ed Wyatt looking dudes in the crowd there at, at Oracle. I'm hostile as hell, man. Actually, throw a beanie on and you'll be at the Trailblazers Come game. Come on. But I went there and it was like, it's loud. It's like these dudes. It's like, you know, yeah, they're right. doing their accountants all week and then they get out there and just bam, mm-hmm. just lose their minds. So it, it's hostile, but I just don't see that. And, and it's, I've never been to a game in Toronto, but just watching it. It doesn't seem like that same sort of thing. Outside yep. of the stadium seems cool, but right. the ones who can afford the tickets to get in just doesn't seem to have that same sort of... I think it's just yep. people from Canada are super nice. They are very nice. They're super very nice. Very polite, like, very nice people. Um, we don't like you, Draymond. You might get a few of them. <laughs> secret, any secret weapons, any guys that could be the uh, X Factor or, or whatever for either teams that you see in this series? Little. Anybody might just step out. <laughs> Siakam, Lowry, you think those guys step up at all? I think or? Lowry's got to step up. The interesting one with Van Fleet is he's shooting 82% God, from the three-point line he's since been, his child since was the baby. born. Since he's the baby was great. born. So he's on a free mind right now. <laughs> yeah, He's playing well. But it, the, the thing that worries me as well, if we're saying who's going to help Kawhi and we're saying Fred Van Fleet and you're coming up against the Warriors. <laughs> good luck with that. I'm a little worried. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. That's a very good, good point. And unless, who's who's yeah, the one that put right. his foot under Kawhi yeah. to take him out of the series for the Warriors? Clay. No, 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 no. The big dude, European. Oh, big. yeah, yeah. It was, We've uh, been shocking oh, on remembering names. We have been names, really bad on names. Yeah, 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 exactly. If, if the Warriors can somehow just sign yeah. in to a 10-day, really <laughs> then uh, that, that might make it a little easier. So Warriors. 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 Gentlemen, and before we, what was, were those bet again? I can't remember what the bet was. Were those bet? Let's, let's check what where, was those, it? where those bets slip. It's, might be no, but was, it, it might was, be a bit of a sad sight. It was him wearing, doing a run or something, wasn't it? Oh, there? no, no, yeah. no. He's got to shave the old homicide cobwebbed mohawk into his head. If. If, if the Warriors win. Right. Wow. I gave him the if field. If the Warriors win. I gave him the field. Game one or the, the, the title? Series, the title. Wow. He's got to get your old haircut from the Townsville Crop Damn. Days. Nice. The spider web. The spider nice. web. Nice. Oh, wow. And that you know what? I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I don't think it's going to look as cool on Wertho as it did on <laughs> I might be stepping out of my bounds there, but I just think it might look cooler on the I think that's a really good days. call. All right, guys. I think that's about it. Uh, Twitter Felix Hoff. Hey, you, started, right? you started this right? thing off with an ungodly animal noise. What are you going to finish it. with? I'll get back to it. <laughs> at Felix Hoff. Did at I get Felix that right? Hoff. At 
Chomicide. Oh, my God. See Homicide. I've now jumped on board his. I'm on it. Ed White, if you want to send me anything. This has been Sports Bet's Trash Talk Podcast. See you next week. Ow! <laughs> <laughs>